0: driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Filtered, no sugar added talk radio. You tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio on a rainy Friday morning yep. the free-range human show of choice we are live in the com studios my guest this morning uh, back at it with me again today sean york we're gonna be discussing all the shenanigans going on in and around jackson and america for that matter sean how's it going this morning
1: pretty good how you doing
0: i'm good brother i'm good if y'all want to chime in this morning the phone line 601-879-0002 the guns and gear text line 1944 and let's see here. Somebody said too funny not to share. All right, so let's talk about this interstate sign yesterday that says <laughs> yeah, no right. twerking or shooting on the interstate. Is that please. real?
1: Because you had it and I shared it, and then I was like, "Is okay. this real or am I being punked on it?" I don't know. Y- y-
0: y'all got punked.
1: I figured it was about was what it was. My, my buddy Rob,
0: uh, I won't say his name. Last name already. Rob knows who he is. My buddy Rob made it. He's pretty good with Photoshop. Oh, gotcha. That was uh, cool then. Cool. He shared it, so I shared it. And then I put it on the uh, the Save Jackson Instagram, and I think it blew up kind of from there uh, in different realms of the internet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, people have sent it to me a hundred times like I hadn't already posted it. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I kid with y'all. I appreciate it. I man y'all send me my content all the time, please. It um, lets me know people are seeing it. But uh, shout out to Rob for doing a really, really good job on that what is it called a crayon
1: or whatever chiron yeah chiron, chiron yeah that's... i call it a sign i'm old enough to remember we called those signs well i didn't know they were called chirons until covid you know that when there was the chiron writers at yeah. cnn that every time trump would talk they'd have like this like really mean chiron underneath yeah. them like uh trump says he is a moron you know like yeah. underneath the thing and he didn't really say that but it'd say yeah, that
0: it's like it's called the scroll
1: yeah yeah right i was calling it a scroll until somebody said oh those are the those are the chiron writers and i did not even know what I, that that's was when,
0: that's when i heard it first too i'm like Y- y'all are making crap up
1: now yeah right i mean, uh, i really didn't know either until yeah. like till COVID, till the you know when trump would have those uh afternoon press conferences every day yeah. and uh, they would have these If you put on Fox News and you could put on CNN, they were sarcastic, and you're like, God bless, that guy's got a pithy attitude, because usually it's just like Dow Jones at this level, you know, like one of those things, but this one was like pretty mean. Donald Donald Trump doesn't care today, he wants everybody to die. Yeah, it was stuff like that. You're like, oh my God, that's really, like, that's (laughs) different. I wish Fox had done that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know, right. Joe Biden says, you know, all Uh, of y'all are idiots, (laughs) I mean... Oh man, that's what they Fox
0: needs one pointed at itself says, y'all are idiots after <laughs> right. firing Tucker the ratings have just.
1: That's you know that's kind of a good example, Clay. Let's how messed up our politics have got when the Chiron writers are like chiming in, you know, yeah. into their opinions. I mean, <laughs> talk about know your role and shut your mouth. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, they're making, they're being political instead of just saying, you know, repeating what the president just said. All
0: right, so Thomas has been wearing me out. Mm-hmm. Our, our our local angry black Democrat.
1: Right.
0: Uh, Well, angry and black He's obviously a Democrat But he's been texting the Gunsinger text line For two days Mad about some some white meth heads Roaming up and down North Jackson He said, get off the radio And go get them disgusting white folks Off Northside by the interstate Making the city look bad And bringing down the city's value They are your people Look, I don't claim them I got some family I don't claim I got some cousins that I just refer to As my mamas, nephews, and nieces And I have for 15 years (laughs) Yeah. I even told my grandmama that the other day. we were. I went uh, went to introduce uh, the new girlfriend to my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And as I said, like the new girlfriend, like there's been a bunch of them. It's only been one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> went, to, went to introduce my girlfriend to my grandma the other day. And we got talking about my cousins. And I said, Yeah. I said, I haven't, re-, I said, Pretty Mama, that's what we call her. Mm-hmm. I said, Pretty Mama, I haven't referred to, to them as my cousins in almost 20 years. They've been mama's nephews and nieces. And she's just looking at me like she wants to laugh because right. they're her they're her grandchildren <laughs> <laughs> but I say all that to say this
1: but is Thomas saying those guys are related to you just because they're methods or they're, they're white oh okay so they're like they're any white. white dude that's on the side of the street is your yeah, cousin yeah
0: yeah I mean since 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 they since he thinks that I think all black people are related which I don't by the mm-hmm. way um it must be the other way around too. okay yeah, everybody, it, it, everybody's yeah. just related well yeah, everybody yeah. is kind of related in this we state, really are. right I mean, I mean really me and Thomas true. are related somehow or another Really? No, not really, but I mean, we all got here. For, you know, if you're a Christian mm. and you believe the whole Adam and Eve thing, yeah. then, I mean, you
1: got to believe we're all related. Well, I know that, you know, if you go to, have you ever seen that? What's that movie? Um, about Jones County, the one with Matthew McConaughey. Free state of Jones. Yeah. I never watched it, but everybody says it's pretty good. It's it is good and like, you know, I've talked to people about Jones County is a really interesting place. It has like <laughs> but you that's know.
0: that's where the uh that's where the girl uh had the intercourse with the dog recently on the internet.
1: Yeah, and like listen and the thing that's really fascinating to me about Jones County, so every uh county in Mississippi is you know they have all circuit court districts like we have Hinds County's its own it's the 7th right but most counties would be like Madison Rankin is one circuit court district but Jones County is is its own for you know for a small little county and everyone's like why would the Jones County be it's got even two judicial districts in it and the DA that used to be the DA I think someone just new got elected is a guy from England It's just it's just a strange. He's a really great. He was a really cool guy. But I'm just saying it's a strange place. So the um, if you watch that movie, the you know the black and white folks are all related there, right? So there's family reunions. I was reading that you know black and white folks will show up and they'll you know have a good time. They're all related. They're all family members from that era.
0: That's interesting. I need to go back and watch it. I'm gonna add that to the watch list. I've been needing to see it anyway. Uh, so to Thomas's point about the white folks out there on the streets making Jackson look bad, I agree. Once the white meth heads have taken over, it, that's a wrap.
1: Yeah, that's not good. It,
0: it's that's a wrap, dog. It leave. Mm-hmm. It, uh, mm-hmm. Gentrification ain't coming. No. Revitalization ain't coming. Um, I noticed this about six, five, six years ago, or maybe four. Whenever I first started the Save Jackson page, and I was riding around South Jackson a lot, taking pictures of old stuff, and I noticed these white meth heads. Pushing all their belongings and buggies up and down McDowell Road. It's one mm-hmm. thing when they're open down a highway, like Highway 80. Yeah. You know, where there's all those old hotels and mm-hmm. motels and uh, crack ends and crown hotels. And I don't all know. McDowell
1: Road's looking like that these days. But, but there's no
0: hotels except on the very end. Yeah, the very end. Well, they're right. just kind of putting – that's pretty much just a residential neighborhood mm-hmm. with, a, with McDowell Road kind of running through it, you know? Yeah. And there's a McDonald's and a grocery store, whatever. But the the fame infamous Waffle House right there. The, yeah, the, it, you know, it's long gone. Yeah, yeah. And they have even since torn it down. Mm-hmm. But uh, I noticed there were white meth heads pushing the buggies up and down the road. I said, bro, when they when they have gotten comfortable pushing their buggies of belongings through the hood, mm. bro, this is gone. <laughs> Black people in my comments all the time say, why don't y'all keep them meth heads out of Jackson? Well, why don't y'all's drug dealers quit selling meth? And they'll stay out of Jackson. Right. It, it, it's, 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 you can't have one without the other.
1: You know, when I was at the DA's office, though, and, and of course, this has been, shoot, I've been gone almost 10 years, but I don't remember getting very many meth cases here. And again, this is like, I left in the end of 14. Yeah. I don't, you know, it was, it was just, it, I always assumed that was more. Crimes that happen ranking in Rankin Massing County more.
0: All right, so uh, glo- uh, not gloves off, but curtain back. Mm. I want to make sure I say this right. Curtain back. I mean, y- y'all know I I've, I've been with the, my belt with drugs and all that stuff. I don't make any. I'm trying to talk about it as much because I think it's kind of ad nauseum. You can right. get tired of hearing about it. I know my family does. <laughs> <laughs> and but look, I mean, it's, it's no, it's no secret that I that I, I, I partied with the methamphetamines there for a while in the mm. nightclub business, and even prior to that, when my in my real in my youth, youth. Up and down McDowell Road was running with certain folks and this that and the other, so I, I saw the meth move into South Jackson. Okay. In what I would say, ninety four, ninety five, mm-hmm. somewhere in that neighborhood, but there were still good folks living there, but but white folks, white trash started the demise of South Jackson with methamphetamine. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um. And the the folks living there now kind of inherited. The mess the, through poverty i mean yeah. it's, it's it's just where a
1: lot of poor folks live it just yeah. is what it is i i don't think i'm breaking any news here <laughs> no. saying anything offensive i mean i told you before it's I worked a lower income the, area you know i worked at that mcdowell um that papa John's mcdowell road back in 1995 yeah. and six you know and it was it was kind of heading that direction even at that time which is now what almost 30 years ago yeah. close to it
0: most people moved out of south jackson in the 90s, the whole white flight thing started. And here's something that don't get talked about a lot. The white flight thing started from South Jackson because of white meth heads constantly stealing people's stuff.
1: Really? I didn't know that. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you can go back and look, and it wasn't because of black folks moving in. It was because of, I mean, I don't even like that conversation, but it's because of white meth heads, the 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 guy next door's kid turned into a meth head, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, they're stealing lawnmowers, stealing cars, stealing radios, stealing weed eaters. My ex wife and then uh, her family finally moved from South Jackson after forever because of people constantly stealing their lawn equipment and stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I mean, I, I heard the story a bunch while we were married. You know, and it's like. They held on as long as they could. People didn't want people like don't want to leave their homes.
1: Right? Yeah, nobody does. I mean, I think I've told you about this. Like, I love my house. I love my neighborhood. Yeah. But a couple years ago, when the carjackings were coming in, you know, you get to a point you're like, am I gonna? Am I going to get killed in my driveway? I mean, I love love living here. I like all my friends, like everything I do in the neighborhood. But you get to a point where you're like, I got to worry about my personal safety until until Capitol Police came, and now it feels like it's okay. And again, I kind of
0: hit a reset. Yeah. I mean, you know what's funny is you can deal with, I mean, I just think if you like where you live, you can deal with a lot, Mm -hmm. but you got to feel safe. Yeah. Like I can deal with water, I can deal with trash. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are things that I kind of know. It's it's part of the deal.
1: Yeah, and I don't have any kids, so the school thing isn't a problem for me either. So I don't have. It's just it's the crime is the main issue, really. Yeah, it
0: it is, and you know. But I think there's a lot that people can deal with, and uh, Uh, but crime is something that's on. You should be able to feel safe. Yeah, especially when it's not the people in your neighborhood mm -hmm. that are committing the crime. Like Bellhaven Fondren is a higher income neighborhood. It's a lot of homeowners. Mm -hmm. You you should be able to keep the criminals. From coming to your neighborhood. It's another thing if the criminal uh, element lives there. Yeah. Also, but when they're just coming there to rape and pillage, you mm-hmm. know, plunder and pillage, whatever. Right. It's different. You should be able to prevent that.
1: Well, you know, we've been talking in Bellhaven, I don't know, I'm sure you're pretty familiar with Bellhaven, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, there's so many entrances and exits to Bellhaven right? Consolidate them a little? Well, we've, yeah, block them off. Like, there are so many streets in that neighborhood mm-hmm. that it'd be easy just to make, like, Jefferson and Greymont and Poplar the thoroughfares. And block off the other streets and i don't know why and the city hasn't allowed that yet or they're negotiating do the, people, I don't think. do
0: the people who live on the main streets want the extra traffic are they cool with it
1: no i mean they want the um i mean from what i've gathered from people i talk to in the neighborhood and stuff that they'd love those streets to be closed we can yeah. close them heck i mean we thought about doing it ourselves and it's letting the right. city stop us so
0: my good friend paxton phillips and his wife uh they were I, I grew up with their son we were best friends so he passed away uh they live right there on the corner of a. Uh, poplar and what's the what's the road that comes down from the mexican restaurant
1: uh fortification
0: no no no. from fortification down is that popular oh it's about
1: oh graymont graymont so, so, yeah Gray, so they live yeah. on the corner of
0: graymont and Poplar. okay one. yeah and uh, that's what i was trying to tell you about the other day mm-hmm. right? i had a good friend that lived back there I, i'd be curious what he thought about it uh i mean i think because i think at the end of the day it's like if it makes it safer i'm better everybody can deal with a little extra traffic coming by their house
1: yeah there was this uh there's this walking bridge next to my house right along monroe and and for years it was it was shut down because like it was going to f- the city had to fix it. It was going to fall through. And I was, me and my neighbor always joke, like, I wish they just left that thing. Cause now <laughs> cars go through. But before, like, the street was kind of blocked off and you couldn't really get yeah. to it. And now we've, now we had, then we had a carjacking like two years ago on the street and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, it, it, you know, that goes back to what I'm saying. Like, th- that time two years ago, one of my good friends lives, uh, on Howard Street and he had a roommate with, um, with him living in the house. Thought we're all going to come over there that evening at five o'clock. She gets carjacked in the driveway, full broad daylight. This is like in May, so it was it was light out. And I mean, so you just can't have that kind of thing going on. Wait, and wait,
0: what it. was it, uh, Megan West and her husband and family? Yeah, and Matt, Matt Allen and yeah. Megan.
1: Yeah, they got on Halloween. Yeah. You know, where it was funny because even Kenny Stokes came to their defense. Who you know, Kenny and Ben Allen's history over the years has mm-hmm. been has been rough. And uh, but even Ke- uh, Kenny said, like, you know, we can't have people getting robbed on Halloween. It's absolutely right.
0: You know, and then everybody was. Like, I remember people like Polo and that whole bunch were like calling her a racist yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's like, right. Bro, she got carjacked with her kids. Come on, man.
1: Well, and we you and I were talking about this after the show uh, it's Wednesday. You know, I, I see when Polo people say things like that, but I mean, people like, you know, Matt allen and Megan west on tv and of course people my me and my friends live in the neighborhood i mean if we're staying in the neighborhood we're not racist we're yeah. staying in jackson we're staying i want to stay i don't want to go across the thing i don't know how like us trying to stay and make the city better makes us racist i don't well, see how that's possible but you
0: know it was same, same with me man i stayed till I, till two years ago march mm-hmm. was two years i've been gone i did not want to leave Right, the, the 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 straw that broke the camel's back for me. What it, it was kind of the, the the February of twenty one water issue, the ice yeah. storm. That was just the that was the cherry on top of the cherry on top of everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I I got my girls, you know, they can't live like this. Right, but honestly, I would have still made a way to make it work because had a nice house, pool, everything. You know, didn't really want to leave. Mm-hmm. I had a nice little life built around that. And but as I as I say, but as conservative, outspoken conservative dude, white, Republican that lived in Jackson, knowing the crime being what it was, if I had to George Floyd, one of these guys, if I had to eliminate one of these guys, what was the other one? Trayvon Martin. If, you know, if I had to Trayvon Martin, one of these guys, I don't know. I was, I
1: was on Trayvon Martin's side on that one. I, was, I thought that I mean, I we gonna, could go into that forever. And, 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 <laughs> that and, and, one is a good debate. And I'm just saying, there's names and ring yeah. and
0: bells this morning to make a point. If I had to kill one of these dudes to to defend myself, and yeah. I didn't want to become the defendant.
1: Yeah, I think a better right. I think a better example is if or you're saying you're concerned if someone breaks into your home, right, or my, and my car or your car or like the well-born guy. Recently. Yeah. Or if I'm know, at
0: a red light, somebody tries to jack
1: me and I got a bang, bang. That you're going to get indicted for yeah. defending yourself, which sure. I think is a legitimate concern, right? Yeah. And things that have happened that, you know, and that not, it's not just in Jackson. There's many other cities, I think, where that's mm. happened, oh, where yeah. people are nervous about, you know, defending themselves. It's in, Democrat cities. I mean, there's like, I'm
0: not worried about defending myself in Brandon or Pearl or Madison or. Yeah, I
1: don't think you'd have a problem over there, right? You, you I'm, know, I'm not, uh, if I'm being honest, we're, right? Where
0: Boba Bramlett's DA. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just i think common sense rules today.
1: Right, there seems to be some um you know resistance to actual self defense in, in larger cities i 've always i 've noticed especially the last five to six years right which is which is scary I mean. so i got, I got some stats i want to talk about when we
0: come back okay um, big a big thing that gets brought up a lot is capital police being white patrolling a black city oh that's right we talked about this. i 'm going to bust this myth wide open mm-hmm. when we come back i got some employment racial statistics or racial employment statistics, however you want to word that. How many black cops versus how many white cops on on Capitol Police? Uh, It may surprise y'all based on all the hubbub. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Caron, right here on 103.9 WYAB. Oh, God, the breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. Guys, this segment, this is so cool to me. This is so cool. I mean, we, we have all pretended... To be Jerry Lake, the owner of Carter Jewelers, when those (laughs) commercials come on. And we've all got a good Jerry Lake impression. So whenever I read this, I can't help but channel my inner Jerry Lake. So late last year, Carter Jewelers bought the largest diamond purchase they've ever made in their 173-year history. Jerry Lake, the owner of Carter Jewelers, personally selected every piece of that diamond jewelry from the world's biggest Diamond jewelry manufacturer at extreme closeout prices. Mm-hmm. Now, Carter Jewelers is having an incredible clearance offering sales price on this jewelry that are untouchable. It's almost in my Donald Trump voice. Really?
1: It's, it's huge. It's huge.
0: It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Prices are marked down. The diamonds are
1: fantastic. Yes. Right? You know? <laughs>
0: diamonds are marked down up to 70% off storewide. wide. On top of these insane low prices, they are still going to celebrate their annual Balloon Pop promotion. The Balloon Pop works like this. After you've made your jewelry selection, pick and pop a balloon. Inside the balloon will be an extra discount voucher for up to 30% off. Every jewelry purchase includes complimentary lunch for two at Miles under new ownership, of Chef Damien under the new ownership of Chef Damien. Carter Jewelers is offers, or I'm sorry, Carter Jewelers offers 12 months interest free financing and no credit check financing. Trade ins are welcome. Carter Jewelers is located in Jackson on High Street, two blocks up from the Capitol and in Permanent Plaza in vicksburg trade-ins you know.
1: are welcome so i've play. got a few of those man you, can, you <laughs> got an ex-wife yeah. got, got or two yeah you? a couple yeah 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 trade-in man that's a great deal it's like training your ipad right i got, got my, apple i've got my wedding band but it's a family heirloom oh so yeah okay you're so not trading that in. <laughs> you know if i
0: get married again i'm probably gonna have to just get a new wedding band i'm not gonna wear the same one twice <laughs> is that faux pas are you allowed to do that can i reuse my wedding band uh, if it's uh, a family
1: yeah. heirloom i think maybe if it's a family heirloom but there's a whole there's a whole list of things you're supposed to can or can't do but it seems like people you know they, they try to stay away from all this stuff and they get divorced anyway so what does it really matter i, I like those right? new kind
0: of uh black those carbon fiber those are cool kind of yeah ones. but i mean I'll, whatever
1: it's like being tagged like a prisoner i get it you know it's great <laughs> <laughs> you know it's there's perfect a lot, there's a lot to that no, <laughs> but I, uh, hey
0: all joking aside and not in my not in my jerry lake my best jerry lake impression uh carter jude having a huge sale for mother's day get out there get your mother get your child's mother get your girlfriend something. And 70% off before before the Balloon Pop promotion. Mm-hmm. So you could end up getting these things at a massive discount. And, you, and yep. you'll know that. Obviously, you'll know the discount before you pay. So you select it. It's already going to be marked down up to 70%. Then you get up to, up to 30%
1: off through the Balloon Pop promotion. That's great. Is it so? They're still on High Street, right? Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they've re- they've painted the building it's like it's like a pink peach looking color. It really yeah, looks cool. I think I, I saw it the other day. They've just been there so long. And I remember one night I was I was telling you at the break I was driving by and the, somebody had broken in obviously and alarm was going off. And then a few months later I got the case where oh, wow. this guy had prosecuted. Well, he. I'm sure it's been broken so many times. They've had so many different issues, but I remember this one specific case where the guy went up to Memphis and then they pulled him over and they're like, "Man, there's a lot of jewelry you got in the car here, buddy." He's like, "Yeah, um, huh. you know, he's from Jackson, of course. He's still a collector." The, yeah, I'm a collector. The that was like the guys that I had that you'll love this clay. These guys went into this Guy's house in Northeast Jackson, broken his house, he was a rare comic book collector, right? Oh wow. Rare yeah. So he had all these comic books like Spider-Man number one and you know, I'm getting into but it was all these really expensive comic books. Well, these guys steal from him and then they try to sell the stuff on Craigslist, right? So they meet up with um some real you know, cause the guys that are in comic books are they're, really into it. Scouring so, into so they know sense. and so these guys are meeting with these guys. Um, these real comic book collectors saying you've got Spider Man number one. How did you get this? Or he's like, oh, you know, I've been a lot. This guy's like a twenty year old kid that's selling the, you know, that stole the comic book that's selling it. And uh, they did a sting at the Waterburger and busted them all with all these rare comic books. Okay, I got got at the Waterburger. <laughs> yeah, that's where they were meeting up at the Waterburger on High Street. And and JPD actually did this little sting and they uh they busted these guys with all these rare comic books. That's
0: see, I the I one day we need to do an unfiltered. You know, uninterrupted, long-form podcast, and, mm-hmm. and, and here's some great stories.
1: Oh, man, I've got them. Like I was telling you before, I've got them all written down. Some of it is so unbelievable, the uh, stuff that happens. Now,
0: you're writing a book?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been working on we'll it for several head, years. We're we'll yeah. talk about that at some point. All right,
0: before we go down to mo- too many more rabbit holes, holes, yep. y'all sure. check out Carter Jewelers uh, right there in High Street or in Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. Get up to 70% off before the balloon pop promotion on, a, uh, on some jewelry from mom. Yeah, let her let your mom know you love her. My, my mom's listening, mom. I love you, but you're not getting any jewelry.
1: Yeah, same with my mom. Right, I, no jewelry. Yeah. I got her something nice though, but it's not jewelry. I may have to get her something. I don't know. She Anyhow, turned seventy on Mother's Day, right on that same weekend too. So, oh, I'm kind one of gift, t- two birds, one yeah, <laughs> right, That's right, right. Works.
0: Um, all right, guys. I, you know, there's a lot of hubbub that goes on about the Capitol Police, and you know it's racism. It's white. It's 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 a white police force patrolling a black city, and. All that nonsense. Never mind the white people that live here. What if I told you that the the racial demographics of the Capitol Police were very similar to the racial demographics of Jackson, Mississippi? Mm. I think Jackson's, what, 84% black? Something like that, right? Yeah. Something like that. And uh, then the rest is kind of other, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, all the gas station owners and hotel owners got to count. Hey,
1: man, those are kind of my folks, dude. Yeah. Let's you know, see. I, I know, I know. I know, I am
0: kind of lump white and other all in there together. Yeah, I mean, I was I mean there's was enough the hotels other... and gas stations in Jackson. That, yeah. They got to put a little dent in the population. They got to be 2 3% of it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think, right, the the, the white other population maybe is 15% at the most. Yeah. Maybe, I think so.
0: Um, yeah. With all that said, the racial demographics of the Capitol Police is 77% black.
1: Wow. You texted me that the other day. I was. That was, uh, that was that was I thought that was an impressive number.
0: Uh, it really is. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, um, I think that blows this racial dynamic right out the water. And I think that is something that, if I'm Capitol Police, I mention that more. Like, if, if I'm their PR person, their press person, anytime they start all this, if I'm Bo Lucky, yeah, I kind of yeah. remind them like, hey, I mean, we're seventy seven percent right black in this black city, yeah. And, and I, th- you know, I don't think race should matter at all, mm-hmm. but. It does to one particular group. I think that, that I would, well, hey, being sensitive to that, how do, you know? what
1: is your argument now? Well, and also, I'd say this knowing Bo, like I do, like I told you before, Bo and I worked together for, he was my investigator for about two years, and when I was working in at the attorney general's office. I mean, Bo's going to hire the best people, and obviously, he felt that the best people were black because there's 77% of the department is. So, dude, I, tell I you mean, I mean, he's going to hire the right people. I mean, he's, and you could see that by the job they're doing already. Like that's. Bro, bro you know, when
0: I had Club 105 down on Capitol Street. We had a lot of uh, our security was ninety percent black, yeah, and ninety five percent black, something like that, and they were all law enforcement of some kind. Mm-hmm. These dudes are what we call head buses. Mm-hmm. Like you did not play with these guys. I mean, when Frank Melton came in and started that vice unit, yeah, yeah, right. Do, the, these were the guys that were on that. Okay, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. these were these were the the big dogs. You know, that you mm-hmm. did not play with. Right, and. I, um, I have nothing but respect for the black cops that are down to do this in the city, mm-hmm. you know. So, again, I just think it blows this race narrative out the water when that 77% of
1: them are black. Did I tell um I think we talked about this on like a Facebook feed with me, you, and Therese one time. And Eric Smith, who was a good friend of mine, he was killed about 10 years ago now. or The, yeah, J- that, the JPD officer? Yeah, they yes. named part of Pascagoula Street for him.
0: Yeah, doing a... Doing, a, uh, doing a, an, an interrogation. interrogation. Right, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly 10 years ago. And... This guy was one of the greatest cops you're ever going to meet. And the first 48, you know, the TV show was going to come here. This is the story that I was told uh, at the time to uh, do because he solved homicides faster than any other detective in the United States. Now, Harvey Johnson apparently put the kibosh on that because he didn't want to let make the city look bad is what I heard. Now, I don't know whether oh, that's yeah. true or not. But that's what the, I heard. There
0: time. is no single deal
1: breaker that's going to make the city look <laughs> yeah, bad. Right. This is like yeah, 2009-ish or well, something. There was always and, the
0: rumor back in the 90s that cops wanted to come here, but they wouldn't let them.
1: Like, I, kind yeah, of first, I
0: kind of remember that, right? Yeah, because running up and down McDowell Road, running from the cops all the time. Mm-hmm. We always heard that cops was coming. And we all had this plan as a little Southside Posse, as we called ourselves, that we were going to get on cops. Like it was going to be, uh, oh, it, get on! It, uh, it was a bucket list to get arrested yeah. on cops. Like oh, I wanted to play be on. the theme music, "Bad Boys." What you oh, going to do? And you're man, gonna be, do you are going to be there is clay on the ground. Do you <laughs> know how great that? Footage that would have been, been kind of cool. <laughs> how cool it would be to have that footage today.
1: Yeah, that would really be nice for like a oh, late night y'all party. A, y'all would be able to tell me nothing. <laughs> That'd be on the Instagram one or, the, or oh, TikTok. Man. I think you
0: can put like video headers on your Facebook
1: now as yeah. your header photo. That would be it. That would be awesome. That is now thinking about that would be kind of cool. And at the time you'd be like, well, this was not that cool in 1995. But yeah. now you're like, yeah, this is hilarious. All right, let's take a break real quick. Phone lines
0: wide open 601-879-0002. If you, I mean, I know we have a lot of black folks listening to this show. Y'all tell me, I see y'all, I meet y'all, I hear stories all the time. I would say, people would be surprised to know this, that I would say that our listenership is probably 50-50, black-white, I I really believe it is, Uh, black folks that live in Jackson. Does that change your mind about the the Capitol Police stuff, finding out that they're 77% black? I'm curious, I'm legitimately curious, I don't want to argue with y'all about it this morning, I just want your thoughts. Even Thomas, let me know. Six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two the text line the guns and gear text line went out there yesterday picked up my new
1: nine oh did you yeah how many and guns are you buying man you're buying a, did you buy a gun like two weeks ago
0: it's the same one I just finally got it
1: oh okay okay I thought I thought, I thought you after that it.
0: extensive federal background check yeah but the guns and gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four we'll be right back with Sean York Ron and Clay Edwards on one zero three nine W Y A B. Welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios with Sean Yerk Karan this morning. Hey, real quick, guys, if y'all are hungry, it's going to be raining all weekend. I see no reason in um, spending a whole lot of time getting out of the house. I'm going to camp out at the house this weekend uh, and avoid this rain. I was going to go down to the coast Saturday for the Breaking Benjamin CPR Fest stuff, but I have just uh, decided that I don't feel like doing all that. But um <clears throat> you yeah, know, those are good old friends of mine. But anyway, don't get out in this weather, man. Get Acme Pizza and Dairies delivered to your house. And you can do that through take a break deliveries. So Acme Pizza and Dacqueries offers twelve different specialty pizzas, including the pig 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 and several others. I, I keep going back to the pig pig Pig, cause they you know, did you Sean, did you know that they a lot of bar a lot of pizza places that do a barbecue pizza? They'll just uh, get like a can pulled pork mm-hmm. or something like that, and or store bought, you know, something, right. and they'll just kind of throw it on there, and they'll call that pulled pork, and and, and all that. And it gets fine; it serves its purpose. But Acme has a smoker out back, really, and they actually smoke the whole pool the whole Boston butts on site.
1: So it's not like Papa John's when they just throw like you're talking about the can mm-hmm. thing, where they just throw it on. Yeah. Like in, in either,
0: any of their any of their toppings that are meat that are cooked, yeah, or smoked out there. On the smoker, the sausage, wow. all of that stuff, bacon, everything, and um, that sounds um, great. Where are they located? Kid? Right there at Fannin Mart. Okay, right in front of the Bowling Alley. Yeah, no,
1: exactly. Out that there out is. on the
0: Reservoir, and they're open daily at four p.m. They got a really cool bar too. I know you're mm. not drinking right now, yep. but but when you fall off the wagon, I'll be right there waiting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're right there. They got man, Chip's got a huge selection of bourbons and good vodkas and tequilas. Like he, he's a bar guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a he keeps a good selection of that type stuff. And they got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap, if that's your thing. It's got a real Bourbon Street kind of vibe to
1: it. Yeah, didn't Chip used to own the uh, Fire. Fire? That mm-hmm. was a cool place. I lived, a, I lived in, I don't know if you know where you know the chancery court tom bigby right mm-hmm. there i lived at those apartments right oh, there yeah. for a couple of years when fire was open so we used to walk over there all oh, the time yeah. yeah and i lived yeah. right
0: around the corner at the uh,
1: ironworks building oh did you okay really yeah. oh okay yeah for all them people that say i don't live in jackson oh well we lived across the street basically yeah. then
0: yeah um so look what i say ended on daiquiris they got the nine different frozen daiquiris on tap there mm-hmm. they got the obviously you can get pizza pasta burgers they're doing all kind of great appetizers. I saw some, like some kind of loaded nacho fries. Wow! You know, instead of just sloppy fries, it's like nacho fries. It looked really good. I, I love a good a good, a good French fry. Mm-hmm. So you get all that. They got their dynamite balls. It's the pulled pork rolled up around some cream cheese, deep fried, drizzled with some barbecue sauce, and you know, minus the barbecue sauce, that's keto. Yeah. They, that's carb-free, and you can get them to not put the barbecue sauce on. But that's, honestly, if you stay under 40 grams mm-hmm. of, sh- of carbs a day, you can, eat, you can have a little barbecue sauce as a – Kind of a dip.
1: Right now, I'm not paying attention. I'm not drinking. I just keep losing weight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you if you ditch the booze, that's when everything goes off. It's what I've learned in my life. Oh yeah, if
0: you can ditch the booze, the rest comes right on. It off.
1: does. You don't have to do. It. You can basically eat ice cream all day, and you just exactly. lose weight. And
0: don't eat fast food. Yeah, that's it. Just you know, don't drink. Booze, don't eat fast food. If you
1: can ditch booze and fast food, I mean, you, you will lose weight. It just sucks so much to ditch booze, though. It just <laughs> it, there's there's a there's a level of suck you have to get used to.
0: Absolutely. Well, look, closing out this ad read here, guys, get out there, support Acme. People Pizza and Daiquiri's. They're open late. That's the other great thing. You can get Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's fresh pizza up to, up, by, till midnight. Every night they're open. Uh, they're I believe they're closed on Sundays still. But uh, it, either way, get with them to confirm that one way or another. And I always recommend using locally owned, veteran owned, take a break deliveries for all of your food delivery needs, whether it's from Acme Pizza or anywhere else. And uh, they also they also deliver beer and liquor. You can check them out online at takeabreakdeliveries.com or download the app, just search take a Break Deliveries. If you use the promo code Clay 601 all caps, you're going to get five dollars off your delivery fee. and look, they also send out multiple promo they send out a different promo code every day on the app if you sign up for push notifications to get three to five dollars off your delivery fees. <clears throat> and they deliver beer and liquor too. I'm telling you That's that awesome. come football season,
1: <laughs> yeah, this could be great. Or are
0: or, or you, or you been out by the, coming into summertime? You've been out by the pool all day mm-hmm. and uh, just enjoying yourself. Yeah. And again, nobody needs to drive once they started drinking.
1: You when did know, they start allowing this in Mississippi? Because uh, allowing you to do that uh,
0: during COVID, I guess. Was that and when you may have it? always been able to do beer? I don't know, mm-hmm. but I knew you couldn't do liquor. That the liquor is something that came right during COVID. I believe they changed the laws a little bit. And uh, I, then again, maybe that was allowed to, I don't know, okay, but now it's it's le- legitimately legal, okay, and cool. um, no questions asked, but there has to be a liquor store where you live, like we couldn't get liquor delivered in Brandon till mm-hmm. there was a liquor store open in Brandon,
1: right, so like somebody from like you can it has to come cats from, and Jackson and it correct be drive okay, yeah, right.
0: it has to come from mm-hmm. there, okay, to come to you I mean you know, basically it would be bootlegging, yeah if not, but all that's legal there, so if there's a liquor store where you live. You do qualify for delivery. in Clinton, they're serving your area now, too. And they're still hiring drivers out in Rankin County. And uh, huh. you
1: want to make good money. It's got to be uh, a popular service, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Because who doesn't want to get beer and liquor delivered to their house? I mean, okay,
0: so let's, let's dovetail on that thought.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I, I've had a couple conversations this week about people not wanting to work. Yeah. And it feels like people aren't working.
1: I listened to y'all, you and Jason yesterday. Thank you. Talking about that, yeah.
0: And, and, and somebody brought something up, and I got to thinking about it and – you know i try I try to think past just the conversation sometimes mm-hmm. and be able to come back with a different viewpoint and i and I've come up with this i I don't know that everybody's not working i mean I think there's a lot of that obviously, right. but I think a lot of these people that would have started in these entry level jobs air quotes here in the studio. Are now doing your Ubers and your take a break deliveries and doing these gig gig yeah jobs. the gig economy right gig economy mm-hmm. type stuff and I, I it's hard for me to wrap my head around just how many people are doing that right. in a city the size of the Tri County area yeah right but a, but a lot of people are doing it I know somebody mm-hmm. the other day who has a full time job he's a business owner mm-hmm. he's a sponsor on this show but I ain't gonna yep. say say who yep. uh, does does the gig stuff when he's not working at the at his place made thirty seven thousand dollars last year.
1: Hey man, I did it. You know when I quit practicing law, and I was telling you, the you know, first thing I did was start. I got a dealer's license. I was selling cars. I went, became an Uber driver for a little while. I mean, it, yeah. it was just easy money. You go do that. You got to figure out a way to, you know, you're trying to start your own business. You got to figure out a way to do that. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I, you know, hindsight's
0: twenty twenty. I, like, I, sh- I should have tried doing it when I was doing my my shop or maybe this mm-hmm. yeah you know? i mean it's
1: a you know it's a it's a it's a good way to earn extra money though but definitely you need a
0: dependable vehicle <laughs>
1: yeah right yeah you do need that but take yeah. a break i guess would be better if you work for them because you just uh you wouldn't have to because i know now i don't I only have a two-door car now so yeah. you can't be an uber driver with a two-door car i used to have a four-door car and uh but i guess with the delivery thing you don't have to carry anybody around you just take them liquor sure and food yeah i keep I, saying liquor I, because that's what probably most well, people yeah. ordering yeah i mean <laughs> I, I i would definitely
0: um I would prefer doing that than having drunks in my vehicle.
1: Yeah, me too. You know, I mean, just me, me personally. I mean, how I, many times have you puked in it? I'm not going to admit this on the radio. I've whenever. seen terrible,
0: I've seen terrible things happen in an Uber, and I've seen something oh, man, very bad. I've seen a girl sexually assaulted Uber driver. I mean, he didn't fight it off, but like we had all gotten an Uber leaving a bar. Yeah, it kind of did. A, we were like, y'all are going here, we're
1: going here. Why don't we share a ride? And I watched something very strange happen from the back seat to the front seat. We'll just leave it at that. I've seen some, I'm with you, man. I've seen some weird things happen in Ubers or the drivers explain to me stuff that they've been, I was in New Orleans with my ex-girlfriend last summer and we were driving around somewhere and the guy said, yeah, I got shot like two weeks ago. The Uber driver. I'm like, you're back at it, buddy. Well, that that <laughs> like,
0: okay. that, that white girl, Lyft driver, uh, just a few months back right over here in the hanging mall area, she picked somebody up at some apartments in Jackson mm-hmm. and was taking them somewhere and they decided he was going to rob her. And. Tried to kill her. She got shot. Like she yeah, was I saw over that. The woods. I got shot. Like, like, bro. When is just robbing good enough?
1: Why they got to die too? I don't know. You know, that's what I understand. And I, I had a friend, a good friend of mine, that told me that we should put on a class for these kids that are armed robbing, brought armed robbery armed robbing. Because the the average like amount of money that you get from an armed robbery is like twenty to forty bucks, right? Yeah. And so like then you end up getting twenty years. So if you just like. Put that formula together and see, like, hey, if you got a job for a day, you would make more money than your arm robbery. Or,
0: or if you're going to risk 20 years. Bro, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying go rob a bank, but make the juice worth the squeeze.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you go, yeah, go rob a – no, I'm with you. You got to go, go big. If you're yeah. going to do it, I mean, arm, go big. I mean, arm <laughs> you know? robbery is arm robbery.
0: They, the, the, the more the amount of money you get is irrelevant at that point. I'm assuming. Absolutely, whether whether
1: it doesn't matter. The law doesn't say like whether you you know got you've got a million dollars in the bank robbery or if you uh, got twenty dollars. No, it's not it's like
0: just, petty larceny and grand larceny. No, it's not. It's like, not. I mean, just all take take property right you know, armed robbery takes the yeah, t- you know takes takes a uh, precedence over whatever the the
1: was. oh and i was actually a friend of mine called me last night and i related a story just kind of what you're talking about this one time about back in 2009 i prosecuted this guy that robbed uh you remember the old merchants and farmers banks yeah you know that was over there by piccadilly uh-huh. well he he worked at ups he gets off work and he goes and robs his bank at over 8 in the morning. 18? no this is the one over off of uh, 55 north okay. right there and he goes he gets in the bank the bank managers there early it's about 8 in the morning this guy goes in he robs the bank well the the vaults were on a timer so the even the manager couldn't open up well he didn't get any money he just shot up the computers and left. Well, he still ended up, we went to trial. And he didn't want to plead guilty. He got like 20 or 30 years. I can't remember now. But people would argue, well, he didn't get any money. Well, I mean, that's not the point of this. Just yeah. because he didn't get any money, he'd still arm robbed the yeah. bank manager. Yeah. And even he, his his level of success is not relevant to it. You know
0: Exactly. All right. Let's take a break. Come back. Close out hour one. In hour two, man, uh, look, we did a lot of show prep. But y'all know, sometimes on Fridays, I, I, I like to take my foot off the throat and uh, have a good time. A little nothing but a good time. And I, we're going to take this trip down memory lane I've been trying to do all week. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurt Karan, right here on 103.9 W-Y-A-B. we got about a minute or so left here in this first hour uh, here in the ClayEdwardShow.com studios with Sean Yurt Karan, And, man, we're just talking about this. Uh, there's some things that I know people want to hear, hear about. And I, guys, let me clear something up. On that, the Phil Bryant stuff, the Brett Favre stuff. If you're new to this show, I don't care. I, I I don't know any other way to say it. If if they did something illegal, they need to go to jail. If they, if they didn't, you may not like it. It may stink to high hell and back. But if it wasn't illegal at the time, it it wasn't illegal. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's been it's been ran through multiple legal channels to make sure they could do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Phil Bryant sat back and said to himself, like, how does Phil Bryant benefit from um, Brett Favre using money to build a volleyball court? Right. And he's like, well, how does he benefit? And I know people are going to come on here and try to tell me, I just don't care. You know how I feel. Taxation is theft. Once you steal the money from me, I don't really care who stole it from you. I don't have any sympathy for, you know, like, oh, well, the needy families. I don't, I don't like poor people. I was poor. I found a way not to be poor anymore. You can do the same. You know, and I'm painting with a broad brush there. I know there's special exceptions and this, that, and the other and uh, odd circumstances. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be poor. Go get a job. Yeah. That'll that'll solve a lot of these problems. We'll be right back after the top of the hour break here on 1039. Facebook. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. We are live here in the Clay Edwards show dot com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Stonington Farm Beef, grass fed, the grass fed Difference hormone free, steroid free, antibiotic free, mRNA free, locally sourced beef from right here or right down in Perkinston, Mississippi. Uh, Dr. Stonington knows his stuff, saw what was going on during COVID with all the uh, meat and supply chain issues and all this stuff, and decided it was time to get into the beef business. And that's what they've done down there. And look, man, I love it. I ate, uh, I ate uh, one of the Chuck Eyes last night for dinner. Just seasoned it up real quick, threw it on the grill, boom, boom, gone. So good. But look, man, you can enjoy the grass fed difference. Go to Stonington, uh, Stonington with two N's, farm, just farm, not farms, stoningtonfarm.com. Click on the link that says uh, our, our cuts, and you can see what all different cuts they have available and the price. And I'm telling y'all, do not sleep on the hamburger meat. It is so good. I mean, the steaks are obviously fabulous, but don't sleep on the hamburger meat. It is, uh, I think, the most affordable thing on there at five ninety nine a pound. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's right, and you will not regret it. They come up to the Jackson area uh, twice a month, I believe, uh, once a month maybe, mm-hmm. and they'll let you know when. You'll you'll go to the website. You'll call Katie Steinington. You'll give her your order. Uh, you custom build it. You can get anything from one ribeye if the juice is worth the squeeze, if that's what you want. All the way up to a whole cow uh, butchered and cut up the way you like it. They have mini cow and half cow packages and stuff available, too. You can discuss all that with her. You know, I've been spending about $200 each time. I've got a freezer full of great meat, and uh, I'm I'm using it enough to justify I continue to get more.
1: You know, I want to get a freezer so bad, but my house is built in 1920, right? Yeah. And there's just not any space you don't for have it. Like
0: room for one of the small ones
1: no I mean I could put it in my dining room you know, I have one of those you know in those old houses like an yeah. old dining room and it's just and that's all I've got I have no other space in the house for, for a freezer it's, it's that's one bad well there's a lot of bad things about holding an old home but yeah. that's one of the bad there's just no storage space
0: yeah I that, that, that's true we were looking at a house I'm trying to help somebody find a, a rental house mm-hmm. and we were kind of looking at the one in Pearl the other day and it's just a little older it's, it's got it's got room but it, it, storage is something that older homes they don't
1: have man. small
0: bathrooms yep and
1: lack of storage there's i mean dude there is no storage in my home like i mean it is it's it's it's, uh my ex used to be like wow you're like a hoarder i'm like i'm not a hoarder i just don't have any place to put stuff i have to put everything in the attic because it's just they back then they didn't keep as much stuff as we do normal stuff now well
0: yeah they didn't have a well they, they didn't have the internet To buy useless stuff they
1: didn't need. Yeah, they just had a few clothes, and this is it. And they got you see, my closets are like I mean, super small. Like every every old house, I mean, you can't really fit anything in them.
0: I mean, they had they held on family heirlooms and pictures and stuff like that i mean you may have a couch or a clock or a table get passed down to two or three generations yeah you know because it was all built
1: right 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 i mean that's yeah exactly that's true there are a lot of that kind of stuff i even have like a lot of my toothpaste stuff over in my kitchen because it's my bathroom so small it's hard to keep all that on the counter my
0: my master bath which is kind of a comical thing Mm -hmm. in the house my master bath it is in my master bedroom but it is a stand-up shower a little sink in the corner and it's got the old school medicine cabinet mirror. Oh, yeah. That's you know, what mine's got. Just yeah. so you can put actually put some stuff there. Mm-hmm. But the sink is tiny. There is no putting anything on the sink like a toothbrush holder or anything. Yeah, that's and mine. The, and the toilet is wedged in a corner of a wall. So <laughs> half of it butts up to the side of the stand-up shower, the other half to the wall. I'm just going to tell you, I can't sit down and use that one. It's, yeah. It's that, it's that tight of a area. Right. And we'll just leave it at that. So other than that, I do like the stand up showers and I got the court you know the one with the hood I've got right? that too cuz yeah, I got a my... small
1: stand up shower too right yep. yeah
0: and so that's really nice being able to actually not have to duck down to mm-hmm. get the shampoo out of my hair but yeah, cuz um, you're a tall guy so yeah. it's got to
1: be a you know problem
0: it is and but I actually use the other uh, hallway bath is mm-hmm. a traditional kind of long Bath, it, got, it doesn't have double sinks But it, it, it's a big enough counter It could Thankfully it doesn't mm-hmm. um, So I have counter space And some cabinets It's got a full size It's got a full bathtub in there If nice. anybody wants to take a bath And uh, so I keep all my I get ready in that bathroom.
1: Yeah, that's what I do with my hallway bathroom. That one, though, just has a bath. There is no shower in my yeah. hallway but you know for people to use. Like, guess the old days, there was just one with the my bedroom, the master bath, like you call it. It's got a shower, but the one in the hallway is just a bath, man. People, back in the day, used to just take bath. I don't know that I've ever taken a bath in my life since I was a kid, <laughs> but people do, did that. Well, that it's, it,
0: it's 6'3", 260 pounds, and when I was bigger at, like, 320, frankly, bathtubs and just a little... I outgrew bathtubs. Yeah, now, right. My last house in Crossgates had a big one, so for the first time in twenty-something years, mm-hmm. I could actually lay down and take a bath. And I would throw some Epsom salt in there, yeah, and just lay in, relax. I'd, and you know when you're when you're trying to avoid your significant other because y'all aren't getting along, <laughs> I would just take like a six pack of beer and my iPad to the bathtub lock the door and i would stay there till i ran out of beer or I ran out of hot water
1: see clay i would take a different shot every time that would happen to me i would go to martin's my ipad and sit at the bar with the other old guys drinking yeah. that was that was that was uh that was my place to do that
0: well, well i had my shop at the time and i wouldn't get home to 11 12 o'clock at night from working mm-hmm. and i would just go in there
1: and martin's is still open then like, man. yeah <laughs> you could you could have gone
0: well, I don't want to get across, from Crossgates to there. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's not as financially feasible as a six-pack from the store. <laughs> right, but, sure. But with all that said, I, um, I, I did get my fill on bass for the first time in a long time. But, man, it was nice. It, that, that Epsom salt in a the, in the hot bath, it does work.
1: Uh, and I was kidding. I do that, too. I still have a bunch of that. That's when I was like, you know, if I – work out I, you know, I'm really into CrossFit and that kind of stuff. Like if I work out really hard one day and it's or if I'm really hungover, it's good too, yeah. by the way. That's a really, really good thing to do too. For hungover, hungover, yeah, oh yeah. Have you ever tried that? No, but I'm thinking oh, of it is excellent. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll it'll steam it out of you. So
0: um you know I was gonna dovetail off of off of that with something, but I completely lost my train of thought when you said hungover. I'm like, oh
1: <laughs> speaking <laughs> of hungover, um I saw the I was just looking at the New York Times on my iPad right here. Taylor Swift and Morgan Wallen are the top of the billboard charts right now. Yeah. I just thought, your buddy Morgan, there you go.
0: Well, yeah, and he (laughs) is rescheduled. He announced yesterday that he is, in fact, going to reschedule the uh, canceled Oxford date. He should have a date here pretty soon. I think that's cool for the fans, like my daughter and them. They're they're pretty excited. But, of course, everybody's got to get back in the pool to try to buy tickets.
1: And it's the same day of the Alabama game, too, is what I hear. No, I'm kidding, people. Uh, It's not. (laughs) It's
0: not. (laughs) Well, we well, got to take priority I and mean, they are going to have to move that game to a to a uh, high school stadium or something.
1: Right. Yeah, that's right down the street, Oxford High. There you go. There's the game. Everybody exactly. goes to Morgan Wallen instead. Especially that lady with the post because her and her husband, I hope they got another four grand to spend this time, you know, when they, uh, they might want to spend what what did they spend $5,000 at Rebel Rags? Yeah, that is
0: if, if we wouldn't have done that if we hadn't have been there for the concert.
1: Yeah, I mean like what did you buy? A Colonel Reb sex robot or something? From I mean, what did, like, what was it? <laughs>
0: Oh, that opens up a train of thought. Um, all right, let's shift gears here. Good stuff there. Uh, so everybody, Morgan Waller, will be rescheduling. All right, dude. Um, I, let's. So I did a public speaking engagement. We've talked about it at nauseum. Yeah. Uh, the other day for the Rotary Club of Flowood. What did you talk about? I talked about kind of how I became. Th- this media personality, how I well, mm. how I started Save Jackson and parlayed that into a radio show. Cool, but I try to build the foundation of that, not just like look at me. It was like I want I like people to understand how this forty something year old white guy conservative started this page about Jackson. Like yeah. so,
1: I tried to build it, explain my history with the city. Well, it seems like you've always, I mean, and I know I didn't know you well before or whatever, but it seems like you've always had kind of an entrepreneurial mindset. Through the years, right, clubs to that, you know, if you got that kind of mind, where I'm like an entrepreneur, it just never leaves you. I think,
0: yeah. But I mean, when I started the say Jackson stuff, I mean, the, the and once I saw the success, I was like, well, how do you monetize it?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah.
0: And it, it, you don't do it through clicks and views because Jackson-based content, but those, what those pages it, it don't work out like that. Sure. I mean, their pages are monetized, but it may be a hundred, two hundred dollars a month from views. I mean, it's mm-hmm. no, it's no career, right? But you, but you do it through sponsorships and this and that and the other and you parlay it to a, a radio show a podcast can sell you sell
1: ads on the save pa- jackson page Facebook, i, I or can
0: i mean i'll share my sponsors post on there occasionally mm-hmm. but I'm, i'll be the first to admit it's gotten so toxic yeah that i just don't do it too often mm-hmm. you, you know like man just everything you post especially like the instagram is just a complete crap show right uh and and i and i'm the number one reason for that but with all that the said, Instagram's
1: worse than the Facebook page? Oh, my God. I, I mean, I follow Facebook, you on both. I just can't remember. Facebook the Instagram is a with kumbaya.
0: <laughs> yeah, Instagram's just a bunch of...
1: Anger, anger addicts. I think even before you and I were friends, like I think I posted something on your save, Jackson, I don't, and it was something reasonable. Man, I got I got attacked. Like it was like it felt like I was in Lord of the Flies, and the kids were coming after me. You know, like <laughs> the like so, it was just like, whoa, guys, man, so it was I a have joke.
0: More, I have more conservative back up there.
1: Yeah, I am the minority on the Instagram. Oh, right? Instagram is liberals. So oh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I need to get on that side. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of
0: black Democrats, mm-hmm. and, okay. uh, you know, it, it gets pretty harsh over there. And, and and of course, you know, kind of your fondren barista crowd they're on there too oh, yeah the purple haired oh okay cool, cool. so they're I,
1: just they're 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 smack talking you on the instagram oh, oh yeah i need to read this i oh, have it, not it, read it it's okay.
0: entertaining <laughs> I, about on sundays when i'm laying in bed with nothing to do mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll crack open the comments i try to avoid them any other time because it can be a rabbit hole
1: yeah a cesspool of sorts someone's just talking about you all the time i bet you just gets addictive right you're like oh my god okay what's this guy gonna say next or he's gonna say this or He's gonna say that it,
0: it's entertaining
1: <laughs> it's... so
0: so, I, I, I went down this rabbit hole at the public speech about the closed Jackson businesses. Mm-hmm. So figured, oh, no, yeah. I figured if people don't know anything else about me, they'll, they'll enjoy If they don't like me, everybody enjoys a little nostalgia. Sure. So, we go down the rabbit hole to talk
1: about closed businesses. We had some great business in the city for, like, years that were just wonderful places to go.
0: Absolutely. So, I um I asked my Facebook page the other day, the Save Jackson page, what are some of your favorite Closed businesses in the history of Jackson That are just no longer around It ain't got to be just Jackson, the Tri-County area you know. So, we're so, so we don't feel like we're just punching
1: Jackson mm-hmm. here, Which we'll do plenty of but I mean, would you say like that's a good point? Like twenty years ago, what establishments were in Brandon and Madison though, right? That you went, everybody kind of went to Jackson yeah, in those I mean, days. It, it, it wasn't like oh, I'm hanging out over on the reservoir in 2000.
0: Yeah, they're called you bedroom know? communities. Right, they were just really with bedrooms and grocery stores and gas stations, a little fast food here and there. There was no, there's no. I don't want to say there's no Rankin County or Madison County old school traditions.
1: Right, sure. No, I'm not saying that either. But but,
0: but they're mainly in. Those were in Jackson. Which is where your older businesses was.
1: That's so mm-hmm. just how it works. Yeah, I mean, like twenty years ago, they were just building dogwood, yeah. right? Like that was all new. And I mean, that was it wasn't like they had all these businesses out there that the way it looks now. Back in those days, it was kind of like, remember the movie theater was there, which is closed now, and then after the movie theater, was like wilderness for yeah. like 10 I miles.
0: Was, I lived out there when they were building that. out I had a condo out on the reservoir there at the Causeway. I don't even have a name, but mm-hmm. right, nice, con- little, nice little spot out there. But I, I liked being out there because there was nothing over there.
1: Mm-mm. There's nothing about it. My parents bought their condo in Bay Point back in 1999, and man, there was nothing around there back I mean, there then. A couple, I remember
0: when uh, Soul Shine Pizza opened up over there, I was like, there's Pizza over here now.
1: Right, right. You
0: know, so, I mean, it was really nothing out there. Old uh, Old Phantom was two lanes for the longest time.
1: That's right. That's right. It was. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was a nightmare. But Cowboy
1: Maloney was always there, though. I remember that in high school.
0: Cowboy Maloney? I think it was there yeah, when I was I, was there high in in the night, I
1: believe so, yeah. yeah.
0: And, I mean, Lakeland Drive got expanded a little bit. Uh, but all your businesses were in Jackson, and mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and take our break. I hate to do a cliffhanger here, but I don't. we're at, we're at our time limit. We're going to take a break. We're going to jump into my favorite closed Jackson area businesses here with Sean and get his feedback on some of them. Uh, y'all could text yours in, 769-241-1944 is the Guns of Gear text line. If you hear anything that rings your bell, 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. Come back in to the Clay Edwards Show live here in the com studios this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Mercy House Auto Center right down there in Crystal Springs Mississippi look if you're out car shopping this weekend if you are looking for a 10 to 15 thousand dollar vehicle i'm telling y'all they ain't they are hard to find we rarely get them over there at Ellis Flex it's just you know we we're going to trade occasionally but it's it's a hard uh price point to satisfy because you know you're spending ten thousand plus dollars, you know you want a good dependable vehicle. Unfortunately, the way the market is, and the way people are holding on to cars longer nowadays, it's a it's just an extremely difficult market to satisfy. And this is what they specialize in down at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center, and they've got great mechanics on site. They go through these vehicles, they recon them great, and they have the ability to do this because you know a lot of their vehicles are donated through you through through you folks with big hearts. Uh, and the fact they're a 501C3 and you can donate your vehicle to them for a tax write-off. So it gives them the ability to get these cards. They can reinvest the money into them and still turn a, have a profit point when they sell them. And no, very few other dealerships have this ability. And I'm telling you, as a customer, take advantage of that. Uh, if that's your price point, look, I've sent them a couple of my customers that I just know that I'm not going to have a vehicle in that price point. I'm like, hey, go see my friends down at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center in Crystal Springs. Uh, you can check out their website, mercyhouseautocenter.com. You can see their vehicles. I mean, I'm looking at it now on the Facebook page. They've got a great selection of good vehicles. You know, you're looking for a first car for a kid. You're looking at a, uh, you just want to get out from under a big note, and you, or you just don't want a big note. This is the perfect place to go. And as I mentioned a second ago, they're a 501C3. The bread and butter, what they do is they put fathers back in homes, and they help defeat p- addiction at their Mercy House Teen Challenge down in Georgetown and uh, <clears throat> their, uh, their treatment center. So, look, you're breaking bread with these folks. You're breaking bread with folks that reinvest into the community. But the best thing they can, and that is people. They're, they're, they're helping people uh, get back to being productive citizens. And that is what we have to have to have a productive community. That's Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Uh, For all your vehicle purchasing needs, like I can say you're, if you're looking in that ten to fifteen thousand range for a car, truck, or SUV, these are your folks. Tell them I sent you. And if you don't remember any of that, hit me up and I'll give you their phone number. Like I said, I, I'm in the car business, and I ain't got no problem sending folks down there to these folks. They're gonna take care of you, and that means a lot to me. We don't let just anybody come on the show. I'm not. I'm not gonna let there's some there's some places I wouldn't let sponsor this show that have tried to, but I don't get a good. I, I I don't feel good sending my folks to them because uh, if I'm going to be a representative, they got to be a company worth representing. And I'm co-signing on Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. All right, get off my get off my milk crate there. <laughs> I just I get fired I, up about something. I stuff, think it's
1: a, that's a great thing they're doing though. It really is. I mean, it's it, wonderful.
0: It, it, and I'm telling you, because they get the vehicles donated, they have the ability. If they they may have to they may have to invest five grand into a car. Mm-hmm. And I don't know their business. I'm just saying in right. theory because we do this every day. They may have to invest five grand to get that car legitimately roadworthy. Mm. Well, a regular dealership can't pay ten thousand dollars for a car that's only worth twelve, and then put five grand into it and be yeah. able to sell it. Sure,
1: the,
0: the Greeks invented math, not me. It just don't make right. sense, <laughs> right? You know, and yep. and they they may have that ability on some because mm-hmm. it was donated through through the charitable side. But then you can invest five grand into a ten thousand dollar car, and you got a chance to turn a profit and the profit and how do, I'm not saying they make five grand on cars. I'm doing right, the yeah. round numbers here. Uh, then the profit goes to su- supporting the rehabilitation center. That's right.
1: So it, that's it, really, it, really great. It's
0: a great deal. And again, that is a, that's a very difficult price point to satisfy because people just don't realize that a $10,000 car is what a $5,000 car was a few few years ago. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, from the right after COVID with all the rise in used car prices. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, this is where we need to be putting our money is in programs like this instead of building prisons. You know, and this is coming from a guy I know. Sounds kind of funny, ten years prosecuting and putting yeah. people in prison for ten years, but that's where we need to put our money in is is in these real rehabilitation programs, doing for, what we can for nonviolent crimes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I'm not talking now. Yeah. You you go out and kill someone, and it was always my policy, sure. is and that was kind of what I was in charge of in the latter years was robbery, homicide, and uh, I mean, you go out and kill someone, man, that's it. You know, sorry, yeah. I can't help you yeah, at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah, but I, but I if mean, you're other crimes, then yeah, I think we.
0: Make them where they have to stay there, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. But put some real funding behind it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree a hundred percent.
0: All right, let's have some fun here. Okay. And that's a great topic. I'd love to get on that one day, but we're going to avoid these rabbit holes. Um, Lost sheep just texted on the Gunsinger text line and stole some of my thunder. Mm-hmm. He says uh, his favorite closed businesses: Bonanza, Putt Putt Golf, Diamond Gems, Rapids on the Reservoir, and Waterland. I I had all those on my list, but Bonanza. So, I don't
1: remember where Bonanza was. Bonanza
0: was right on Highway 80, uh, okay. the Jackson part of 80. Yeah. If you're going west, I'm sorry, if you're going east on 80 uh-huh. from Lynch, between Lynch and Ellis, okay. it would have been on the left.
1: Was it a restaurant? I by
0: West and Sizzler, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, I know where West and Sizzler is, yeah, of course, right? Right there, basically, right. in that same
0: little stretch um, right before you get up to the red light at Ellis.
1: Yeah, because what's the there's the barbecue place I still go to. to Sunny's over there still. Yeah, I think it's still open. Yeah, I went, I went like three years ago. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, it's recently as yeah. that.
0: Unless so. it's closed. Well, they did, not they did three just years open ago. one in Clinton, too, so they may have closed that one.
1: When you get older, time, like you say three years, but I really mean 10. Yeah. You know, that's what I've noticed, like the uh, older I get.
0: I saw a meme the other day that said. Uh, what a fifteen-year-old Silverado looks like, yeah. But what, in my mind, what it looks like exactly—that is the, so true. The fifteen-year-old is that 07 body style, but in my mind, it's that OBS body style from the mid '90s. Yeah, right, you know? right. I'm like, man, that hits—that hits so true. Mm-hmm. It does. It but, does. Uh, all right, man. So some of my favorite businesses—I'm just going to kind of read off my script here. So y'all bear with me if I sound a little programmed. I said uh, the Metro Center, just the whole thing, man. Just the memory. Not that I would go to it now because the area's gone to hell around it. But if the area have hasn't you been gone, in it now. I would love to go into it as it sits there abandoned, just because I love abandonment porn.
1: Uh, well, you know, I went in. Um, I bought my house in Bellhaven in 2016, and you've got to go into the uh, water department, right? Yeah. It's over there. Well, I didn't know where it was exactly, so I like parked on the other side of the mall, and then I had to walk the entire mall. Well, it's like a it's like a post apocalyptic wasteland in there. Yes. I felt like I was gonna get attacked by some gang, like you know, like a Back to the Future 2, and it's like Biff's grandson comes in there with the hoverboards that. that's what i felt like when you i was like okay i should have brought a gun in here like, we need so. to go find that
0: white club owner over there in the metro that was upset about that, the garbage and let him give, right. give us a tour
1: yeah i want to see because it was in that like do you ever used to go to the old hunt club right there oh yeah yeah that was open for that was open even in the later years i think i don't yeah. know if it's that's probably not open now but you're talking about the over the ramada the yeah the ramada yeah the hunt we don't burn down did it yeah, okay i didn't know wait that. it's okay.
0: still it the shamble the shell of it's still there mm-hmm. but uh it's burned down but look all right so we said metro center i think everybody had a good time at metro center diamond Gems, camelot circus circus see you, i never
1: went to any i didn't know i don't know diamond Gems or Camelot. i've heard so of diamond the, Gems since. was the arcade okay
0: so in the food court there that's the first mm-hmm. time we ever had was at the food court there in the metro center yeah they okay. had crystals in the food court mm-hmm. um they had some really good stuff there um you had Bebop on the outside.
1: That I remember. El and Chico's, Chico's. where I drank underage freely. It was oh, great. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Man, El
0: Chico's, the best fajitas ever, at least <laughs> in my memory. They were, because they had sauteed the good, it was like good thick cut. It was kind of mm. like, more like Chili's fajitas. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. that It's not that flank steak.
1: I just remember being able to like, I was just so happy that like, I was 16 and you know, going over there and they'd give us margaritas and beer. And I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. believe they're just serving us. It was so, it was so nice. You
0: know, the people I was with, not me, I would never do this, but like the people I'd with, particularly girls, they would steal those big fish bowl, the goblet glasses, and yeah. put them in their purse. And take them Yeah, right. they kept ending up at my house. I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> Weird. But yeah, El Chico's, man, the best salsa. There's one still open in Monroe. I'm seriously thinking about a day trip to Monroe. <laughs> That's a really good but idea. The only thing actually. that scares me about it is if, if, I remember it being better than it was because it was the first Mexican restaurant I loved. Right,
1: because we were just so young, you know. Yeah. You just don't, yeah. And
0: my taste buds hadn't really developed. Yeah, up. I didn't even yeah. eat. On- I didn't even eat the onions on my fajitas at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, no, just give me the meat and some some sauce and some cheese.
1: Right, and, I, and it's like the best tasting margarita in my head. But now I've had so many different kinds from so many like places. Cocktail right and liquors. And-, and now I like, so it probably w- isn't. But if I had it again, i would be like, oh, this kind of sucks. I know, and-
0: it's like meeting your favorite celebrity and they're and they're and they're really rude. I don't want to go <laughs> over there. And it not be as good as I remember, and it ruined my entire childhood. Yeah, right. I think I'd rather right. just, just keep pretending that it, El Chico's was the best ever.
1: Bask <laughs> it, in the memories forever to exactly. stay it that way.
0: Uh, camping out there at Bebop for concert tickets. Yeah, that I told, was fun. I told this story at the, uh, at the Rotary Club. I said, I may be the only person ever to camp out for Metallica and New Kids on the Block
1: tickets. Have you seen Metallica live? Oh yeah, that's been my bucket listing forever. I was such a huge Metallica fan in the '90s, and okay. I never got a chance to do it. I've never, still, never have.
0: Okay, so Metallica is playing on my birthday in Dallas at Texas Stadium or Cowboy Stadium. Mm-hmm. Pantera is the opener.
1: Really? Yeah. Ne- you talk about like in present day, or this was back. The- no, present day. They're oh, this okay. coming
0: up this summer, and they're oh. playing in the round. Wow. You know, in the state, I saw a picture of their new production. It looks phenomenal, and uh, no. and. Then I think they're playing like the next night, same place. They're doing two nights back to back. I think Five Finger Death Punch opens one night, Pantera the other. Oh, it's man, some, that's incredible. It's called the no repeat weekends deal mm-hmm. or no repeat shows. They don't play any of the same songs on, on either night. Mm-hmm. So you, you may not hear your favorite song. You may, depending on what night you go. Right. And the opening band is different each night. So it's really cool. What that they're is doing. pretty neat. And, yeah, Pantera in Dallas. That's yeah, where they're from. That's right, right. You know, I mean, well, I know the, I know the, the Abbott brothers are dead. But I used to
1: love them in the 90s, too. I, I, I used, did, too. You know. So,
0: here's my dilemma. I got I can go to see Pantera and Metallica mm-hmm. in Dallas. My girlfriend's cool with either one. Yeah. Or we can go see Eric Church at the wharf in, on the beach. In, was that Destin or
1: Orange Beach? Okay, I don't know who Eric Church is, so I'm going to go with Metallica. Eric,
0: yeah, Eric Church is really good, too. Both would be fun. Uh, and you kind of you can kind of get a beach weekend out of the other one, but they're both on my birthday. It's like I'm just gonna flip a coin. I know the Metallica show ended up costing way more money. Oh, I'm sure, right? You yeah. know, and, and it's in a stadium. You, if you ain't in the first twenty rows around the stage, you,
1: you don't have a good seat. I went to the. Where is the uh, where the Atlanta Falcons play? Was that called the Georgia Dome? Georgia or, Dome. Is that right? Anyway, or
0: whatever it's Mercedes Stadium. Mercedes
1: uh, Benz. That's what it yeah. was. It was like a year ago. and saw the Rolling Stones, and it was you know you could hear, but if you're in the back of a stadium like that, yeah. it's not you know you're I just mean, you're just there for the party. Yeah, right. It was just well, I kind of you know we we kind of went just to say like, hey, I saw the Rolling Stones sure. live. This is something really cool to do before they die. And, that's exactly what
0: I would like to do too. And mm-hmm. I mean the Metallica thing. I think I really want good say. I can get them, but you got to pay for them. I don't know if mm. I want to spend fifteen hundred dollars a ticket. I know yeah. actually I don't want. To. I'm not going to.
1: That's not even an option. i do like these people. I know we joke about the Morgan Wallen people, four hundred bucks. But I went and saw Jackson Brown, who's one of my favorite artists, and James Taylor. They were mm-hmm. together on his tour, and it was like four hundred bucks each. You and know, that's
0: when Robert Plant came. I got due to Drake that on Bebop, and he mm-hmm. ran Ticketmaster at the time. He hooked me up. I was able to buy. Yeah, I not get anything for free. I was able to buy the front row tickets for Robert Plant.
1: Oh man, that's cool. Led well, that Zeppelin all time. That's my all time favorite man, band. They were so two hundred and
0: something dollars a piece for Robert Plant. Okay, you know, I mean, that was just high. Yeah, you know? that's and worth that it. Was, man, that was, right that was
1: what, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, so, I would have, I would have uh, jumped into that. Pretty. And you see that Aerosmith is touring this year here. I did, I, I did, just, and,
0: uh with Black Crows as a farewell that, tour.
1: And, uh, man, I, I don't know about you, the '90s, but I loved the Black Crows. Sure. I thought they were incredible. Well, I think and I always wonder what happened to them. You know, I, really... I
0: think Black Aerosmith took them out on their first national tour, and they got kicked off. I, I think it's Aerosmith that did that because I was trying mm-hmm. to think about that story the other day. Yeah. So I think it's cool that. They're going back out for this farewell tour because I think there was a lot, always a lot of similarities between both of those bands and the Rolling Stones.
1: Very similar, right? Black Crows kind of was always trying to play that they were a 1960s era band or 70s era band, right? Right. Like they were trying to do that. And Aerosmith was, yeah, Aerosmith was right. Sure,
0: 70s, you know, 80s in particular, Mm -hmm. and uh, just that Chris Robinson kind of got that vibe, very free. You know, gypsy kind of, mm-hmm. kind of thing, hippie kind of, and like him, Steven Tyler, and Mick Jagger, all kind of from that. They're real lead singers. They're real front
1: men. Sure. I mean, it was like the Black Crows. Like they were almost like born too late, right, for yeah. the era they came up in the '90s. It was kind of we were in that grunge, Man, those grunge years and those kinds of things. And, and like, they were
0: they were they were kind of at the end of hair bands,
1: yeah, the beginning of grunge, mm-hmm. but they made it work. They did. And then they were. I mean, like I said, that's why I still remember them. I loved their music back in those days, yeah. and I've always wanted to see them live. So yep. they're going to be in Atlanta, or Aerosmith's going to be in Atlanta. I'm thinking about doing. That. Yeah, I
0: saw somebody did a screenshot of some StubHub tickets for the show in Tampa or somewhere in mm-hmm. front row seats for $16,000 on the aftermarket. <laughs> Maybe let's, I'm not going. Let's actually. take a break. <laughs> let's take a break, real quick. Come back, pick up our favorite clothes, businesses, and you guys have been texting the Guns of Gear text line. We'll get to those two right back here on 1039
1: WYAB.
0: Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show, real quick. Uh, if you guys are in the market for a new gun or some ammo, get over to Guns and Gear. Man, I went over there yesterday. I picked up my pistol, and I I, I ain't told nobody this shit, but I may or may not have gotten a new tactical 12-gauge shotgun. We'll find out. Okay. We'll find out. Uh, look, man, they've got— You going
1: to Ukraine? or man, I mean, what are you playing here? Right? If, I,
0: if I'm going, I'm going for, for Zelensky.
1: You're going for the yeah. Not oh fighting for him. God.
0: Going, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm, going in as a Russian agent.
1: Oh my god, this uh, is just, rooting for Putin. Ronald Reagan would roll over in his grave. Clay, come on. <laughs> That's, I mean,
0: it's the USSR you're talking about. I'm talking about Mother Russia.
1: They're still the Soviets. They like they're just you know called Russia now. They're still I still call them the Soviets. I'm going to call them the Soviets forever. Well, either the way, Soviets.
0: Either way, I, uh, my um my my new Magpul, twelve gauge tactical. No, I'm sorry. Actually, I got the – yeah, I got, it's the Remington 870 12-gauge tactical magpul. And, uh, man, you can get one of these things for 579 I mean, who don't need a good home defense system like a pump shotgun? And let's see what some of their other great deals right now. They've got uh, – man, they got this new Diamondback DB10 308. It looks, it looks kind of like it's a tactical style. Mm-hmm. And, shoot, man, it's only 989 which I know that's a lot of money, but – as far as return on investment goes, yeah. here's something really cool. They got a Bond Arms Roughneck 357 38 Cal. It's one of those dirty hairy looking snub noses. Yeah. I guess none of dirty hairy is long, but you know, just one of them very aggressive looking snub nose mm-hmm. pistols. It's only three forty
1: nine. I mean, can you you know, it's kinda like I hate to say this, but can you really go do you ever does anybody ever feel bad when they buy a gun? It's no. kinda the way I feel about books. Like when I buy books, I don't ever feel like, oh man, I wasted my money on a book. Like, my dad used to always tell me, like, you never can waste money on, book, on having too many books, right? So yeah. I'm sure gun people are like, man, I, can't, I can never have too many guns. So yeah, and, that's and, what you like. That's what you just like.
0: like. Just like you can read a book multiple times. You yeah. can shoot a gun multiple times. Right. I thing. like
1: books, you know, so I buy a lot of books. Yeah. If you like guns, you buy a lot of guns. Sure. I get it.
0: And uh, so look, get out there. Check them out. Hey, don't forget, they buy guns, too, man. You don't feel like going to a seedy pawn shop somewhere. Not calling them all seedy, but there are some seedy ones. Uh, and they're definitely in seedy areas for the most part, with the exception of uh, USA Pawn. there in Pearl but uh, anyway, I digress. If you don't feel like dealing with a pawn shop, uh, they will buy your gun. You can get some and good
1: stuff pawn shops, though, right? You absolutely can. I love
0: pawn shopping. I love pawn Me too. Me too. Why I go to the antique flea market, with, I go for nothing and I leave with stuff. The
1: one on Flowood Drive? Yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. They
0: got a bunch of cool stuff there. Um, but look, they buy guns. Get out there and see them. And uh, they accept guns as trade-ins, too. So, I mean, every, it looks like a car. It's like time for an upgrade every now and then. Get out there and see what they got. It's the home of no-limit ammo and they're constantly having big ammo specials so that's guns and gear shop them online guns and gear ms located on highway 51 north right there in gluckstadt at yandale road all right sean yep uh back to closed area businesses we kind of went down a concert rabbit hole because gosh knows i can do that
1: oh i know it who can't man oh. i mean it's just it's fun
0: well you know well speaking of concerts one of my favorite i put it down as a business but one of my favorite events that's no longer a thing a uh, jubilee jam
1: that was my favorite jackson event too i'm not a parade the the st paddy's day parade guy i'm just not yeah, into that i, I mean, I, of that yeah i just it's not my i mean it's cool but i'm just not my thing the jubilee jam was my thing too i sure. love that yeah. it was a
0: multi-day thing mm-hmm. you get down there you can see it's always live so of music. hot though you know and the Netflix. the difference in a parade versus a concert is like there's something to get your attention yeah like the floats going by just not really my thing for me, you. me On the float. that's kind of a lot of effort too because you got to take your time rotating and walking and yeah all this other stuff I, i'm out um but a concert that is my that, that's my happy place
1: it was so hot in those days remember how like oh, when they had it? Was it, it was always like, in june yeah man it was so hot
0: god uh, so I miss Jubilee Jam The Middle Light Crawfish Bowl And then you could just go Into all these other concerts That no longer come To the Coliseum we, mm. Finally the amphitheater
1: starting to pick up A bunch of that kind of stuff But uh, I don't know So uh, The Middle Light Crawfish Bowl Did that That was only a couple years Though right yeah, I think they did it Two or three years Yeah that's i of like 06, 07-ish Something yeah, like that Right in, in
0: that area And they had
1: those you know, those I always call those bands In the late aughts Like these really annoying Like we think we're like Creed on steroids Kind of They're just so like I can't even remember their names They were just so terrible
0: a lot of yeah, it like
1: lot and, you know, that's who I'm thinking of. They got it like butt rock. It was terrible. God, it was horrible. They just need to trash an entire decade of music and just throw it down the toilet.
0: Yeah, and I often wonder, well, like, it's kind of like new metal type yeah, stuff. right. Post grunge. Oh, man. And, like, it was. Will, will there be a yearning for, for those bands to start getting back together and doing retro tours? And I just don't, I don't to me, and I liked a lot of that stuff at the time because I liked heavy stuff. Mm. I just don't feel like that has a shelf life that people are going to want to.
1: I agree hundred percent. It doesn't.
0: I don't think there's going to be a nostalgia factor for that in, uh, in 10 years or so.
1: I mean, I think that the best music of our, in, of course, is my opinion. Is made in the 1960s, 1970s, and the 1990s. I think that is like the epitome of, of music in the last latter half of the 20th century, you know, up until this point.
0: Man, I, I got to say it's the 80s and 90s. Okay, you're like the 80s a, guy. I a, yeah, I was a huge hair metal guy, hard rock, metal. Mm-hmm. That was the birth of MTV, and you got Van Halen and all the yeah. Metallica and Poison and Motley Crue, and those guys were just larger than life figures at the time. So know? for like
1: 1960 to 1995, we had all this really great music, and then after 1995, it's just a bunch of crap. Yeah, it's been rough. <laughs> I mean, it's I, mean a bunch I don't want to say
0: nothing good. Yeah, I mean
1: there's a couple Like Gary Clark Jr. Have you ever listened to him? I really like Gary Clark Jr. That's like Uh, the only thing In the last 30 years I've listened to That I'm like Okay, I can get into this guy I love Cody Jenks Okay, I've not heard Uh, that I
0: I kind of like Mm Alt-country Type stuff I'm really getting into A lot of that Because these guys Write their own music Okay. Cool. And it's just you could tell it's it's real, it's authentic, especially coming out of this era of bro country and just <laughs> yeah, pop music. Bro and, country, I like that. Like Florida Georgia Line stuff. Uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, you're Luke right. Bryan, I mean, just pop. And then pop music, it's just also manufactured. It takes mm-hmm. thirty-seven people to write a song. Yeah, bro, right. I, just, I ain't into it. You know, techno stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. I, man, I just want a guy a, a guy with a guitar. It can just be. It can have a band. I don't care. I just need it to be real and authentic. Mm-hmm. I think that's why somebody like Chris Stapleton resonates so well with people. That dude is authentic. You may not like his politics, whatever, neither here nor there, but his music is fabulous and it's real.
1: Yeah, and that's what I think you know, I discussed for. I don't care what anybody, If so, if I like somebody's because they're a good entertainer or they're a good athlete, I don't care what their politics are. Yep. Like, I mean, I, I don't care. Like, can you play? You a good quarterback? Can you play for the Dolphins? Or are we going to win the Super Bowl? I'm in. Yep. I don't care. So that's just the way I've always been. But all
0: right, let's run down some more of these businesses, yep. man. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We will go ahead and just jump to uh, the guns and gear text line. I will say this real quick. I've been trying to post a picture of a closed restaurant the last couple of days on the Save Jackson Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, and tell a story along with it because I got a t- treasure trove of old photos. Um Two days ago, I posted the Hill restaurant from Valley Street. Yesterday, I posted some old photos of Scotty's that used to be on South Jackson and Terry Road. If you want to see those, go check out my Save Jackson, that Save JXN Facebook or Instagram page. And I'm going to try to post something every day until I run out of uh, stuff to post, and I shouldn't do that. But uh, somebody on Guns and Gear text line says, Surplus City on Highway 80 used Uh. to be the place for guns and hunting supplies they
1: were. That's where absolutely. I bought my only, one and only weapon that I own, which is a Glock 19, and I bought it from Surplus City, and I used to always go shoot over there when I started the DA's office. That's where everybody nice. said, go buy a gun and go to Surplus, Surplus City, and that's where I went.
0: Yep. Dustin says, don't go to the wharf. You'll sweat your brains out. It's surrounded by tall trees and zero wind. I almost died there last year. Yeah, but it's going to be hot anywhere. I mean, it won't be hot inside the uh, stadium in Dallas. Uh, yeah. Because it's, no. you know, it's, it's climate control, but it's summertime. Somebody says, Sonny's is not on we 80 anymore. It was torn down and that's a cookout restaurant there. Now well, I knew the cookout was there. I didn't realize that it was on the location where Sonny's was. So good good information mm-hmm. there. Reagankin says Ryan's before they cut down on the variety of foods was the place to eat. Oh, bro, I gotta disagree with you, man. If you Ryan's, think if you think Ryan's those, those I've buffet never been places, to a Ryan's. If you think any of those buffet places are good, you just mm-hmm. you let me take you to Mama Hamels.
1: Mama Hamels is good. I'm not I'm not a big southern food cooking fan, mm-hmm. but I like a you know what have you ever been do you ever go to Ichiban? Yeah. I will go there. I could eat there every day. Yep. Like that that kind of buffet I'm into, the Asian buffet thing. Sure. So
0: and, you know, there's less and less of those now. They've been replaced by juicy seafood. Yeah, right, and, and, right. And crab shack, crusty crabs and all that cut stuff. Mm-hmm. The um, old
1: good old Chinese buffet that's just disgusting. Yeah, all, and, all the Asians, you know, everybody wants that.
0: The Asian restaurateurs have gotten into these the, this ur, ur, urban crab leg. Yeah,
1: it's right. Or like, or it's Korean barbecue. Like, there's yeah. a bunch of those places so, now it's too. A lot, it's a
0: lot of ghetto crab leg places around here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. On the guns and gear text line, Bennegan's and Grady's. Bennegan's. And, and the right original surplus city, got another vote, and I did not have that on my list at all uh what wade says Sonny's is closed on 80 lost sheep uh said next to the crack hotel Sonny's there is now a cookout okay cool um some of the other places man the elite Scotty's, dinneries the hill uh man one of my first jobs ever was at the hill mm-hmm. uh, washing dishes i decided i wanted to go to the fair one night and I told him I wanted to take off, and he said, well, just don't worry about coming back. <laughs> okay. It was one of my dad's friends. I think he was trying to toughen me up, and I was like, all right, cool. I didn't want to do this
1: anyway. Yeah, you're not going yeah. That's the way you are when you're that age. I did I, the same thing.
0: I'm trying not to give these uh, young kids that don't want to wash dishes too much hell. Yeah. Clay didn't want to wash dishes either.
1: Nobody said the Cherokee on State Street. Come on, people. That was the greatest Jackson establishment maybe ever. It,
0: it, it was, man. I'll tell you what, some more lesser-remembered places, uh, Gridley's Barbecue.
1: I don't remember that.
0: It was over there, uh, kind of where by where the Cherokee moved to mm-hmm. at the time. Luther's Barbecue. It was next door to Bebop in the Metro. Okay, right there on the Metro Ring. Yeah, yeah. that building's still there, some kind of tax place or something now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were. We ended up owning that grill, the big smoker. Oh, really? Huge rotisserie smoker. We ended up with that. Of course, uh, Widow Watson's there at the Metro Center. Um, fun times skate land in South Jackson. Of course, kissed my first girl over there. Uh, her name was Nikki. That's all yeah, I remember.
1: That's all you remember.
0: <laughs> under, under a booth. I couldn't have been 11, 12 years old. She was older than me. She,
1: Uh-oh. She took advantage of you? She did. Oh, man. Uh,
0: funny how that goes. Yeah.
1: Um, Old time It's deli. a lifelong thing, right? <laughs> you know,
0: <there> you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see here. Old time deli. Zoo blues. Uh, the Cherokee, the OG Cherokee. It's written, I got it here.
1: I mean, and talking about the OG. I don't mean the one next to Kroger, mm-hmm. like the OG. The OG, Cherokee. the yeah. one,
0: the one in the building. I don't know how it's still there.
1: Uh, it's actually I drive by that all the time still, and uh, it's like a it's some other kind of restaurant. I keep meaning to just go in there, yeah, but just it's for a yeah, it's memory's a, sake. Right? They painted it blue. It's like blue now, and. It, uh, I mean, it does, it does. It looks a little. The neighborhood looks a little bit more scary, though. And I mean, it wasn't really good even in the 90s. Well, you know, when you, you just were just so drunk when you walked out of that place and you didn't really care. You're like, ah, let's get to my car.
0: Let's take a break, real quick. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edward Show. We've got about a minute left here on a Friday. I want to thank you guys for uh, not getting too mad at me for steering the ship off politics for a day and uh, off culture war stuff for a day. It's nice just to go down memory lane and. Have a reasonable conversation every now and then. I want to thank Sean, your Quran, for coming in with me. Um, I'm just going to tell you all real quick. The podcast will be available here shortly. Search Clay Edwards Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you're following me on social media. Just go search at Save JXN. You can always find all of my links and shirts and podcasts and more at Clay Edwards Show. Jim Thorne's up next. Sean, thank you for coming in twice this week. You're welcome, man. I love being
1: here, man. It's a lot of fun.
0: We'll get back to the Culture War stuff Wednesday. I'll be back here Monday. See y'all then. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson.
1: This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9. W. Y. A. B.